From the birthplace of radio's greatest era. Now, from New York, it's Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. Unlike anything else on radio today, it's a front row seat for great information with today's leading experts. Travel with a third generation travel icon, Linda Perillo. The Fox News Medical All-Stars featuring Dr. Mark Siegel, Dr. Marty McCary, Dr. Jeanette Nishwat, and the OG, Dr. Nicole Sapphire. Legal analysis from former prosecutor and court journalism superstar Imran Ansari and Christine Nicholas. The quintessential heartbeat to New York hospitality. All joining legendary broadcast pro Kevin McCullough on a mission unlike any other. United to bring back New York. Now, live from Studio 111, here's Kevin McCullough. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Thursday. Glad to have you here. It is the legal night at Radio Night Live, and that means back in the co-host chair, it is none other than the estimable Imran Ansari. Is it estimable or is it inestimable? Are we able to uh, gauge your worth, Imran, or is your worth so great that we cannot put a value on it? Whichever one's greater, that's what I that's what I intended to say. Excellent. So, you know, and I'll send you the check in the mail so that there's value <laughs> on what you just said. There you go. <laughs> well, uh, anyway, it's good to see you. Um, breaking news tonight. Uh, the White House counsel is leaving the uh, White House. This is just coming across the wires. Uh, the White House has announced its top lawyer will leave next month after three years of being with President Biden as Republicans continue to investigate the president and his family. Stuart Dellery joined Biden's transition team in November of 2020, then was deputy counsel. He's promoted to the top job in 2022. Um, and in a statement today, he said uh, Biden called Dellery a trusted advisor, constant source of innovative legal thinking since day one of my administration. All right. So is that a is that a bad sign or does it mean nothing that the White House chief counsel is leaving right around the time that it's starting to get spicy. Imran, I'm sorry. I mean, Kevin, it could go two ways. It could be a totally innocuous reason. He's moving on to uh, greener pastures or another another position somewhere. Um, or it could be, you know, maybe he feels uncomfortable about something and he, he, he wants to extract himself uh, from a certain situation. Uh, you know, uh, however you look at it, uh, it's going to raise questions, right? It's going to raise, raise questions. Well, especially for the timing. Like if he had done right. it last week or... You know, six months from now, well, I don't know, six months from now, it's probably going to be worse. But it is it is interesting that it's just right at this very moment when all of this stuff is starting to heat up. And, you know, I wrote a column, this was probably about four or five weeks ago now, but uh, there are two jobs in the White House that I don't think I would want right now. And one of them is White House counsel. And the other one is press secretary. Um and Corinne Jean-Pierre and John Kirby, who I disagree with on almost everything from a philosophical standpoint, have my utter sympathy for being unable to actually come out and, you know, have a straight story day to day. And I think the worst you can do in that position is to be in a place where you have to defend things that you don't know if you can defend them or not. And when I speak to other press secretaries that have served past administrations, they're like, Kev, they're they're in bad shape because those press secretaries are not getting one-on-one -on -one time with the top guy. They're just yeah. being told what to say by advisors. Right. Whereas in other administrations, the president himself says to the press secretary, you're speaking on my behalf. This is what you say. So, but the white house counsel position would seem to me also to be one that would be a little bit dicey right now. Yeah. But you do, you have a lot of eyes on what's going on with, with Biden, Hunter Biden, uh, and investigations that are ramping up. So, you know, it, well, and with this in know, mind, you, ultimately, you're not going to work for a guy named Biden forever. Like if you're a, a lawyer or a journalist, you want to have a job after 2024. Yeah. So and, you know, Jen Psaki, circle back Psaki, man, she she got out first opportunity she did. And then she got her TV gig and now she's good. You know, it's like it's like uh, but, I, you know, Karine Jean-Pierre may not be as lucky if she if she ends up staying the whole time. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, well, listen, you gotta you gotta look at the uh, the big picture here. You know, what's going to happen in twenty twenty four? It's a big question mark, especially because you know all the legal uh, issues that are going on with the former president Donald Trump, who's still leading the pack for the GOP, right? Yeah. So it's going to be an interesting playing field. And you know, if they're if the Dems and which they are putting Biden back up there as the incumbent, 
Uh, you know, I know a lot of people who are, or you know, proud card-carrying Democrats who are not happy about that. And if you're in the administration and you smell trouble either legally brewing as as counsel, or you you just don't feel uh, confident as to the prospects in 2024, you may want to jump before uh, you know the ship uh, uh, sick sick geez, the ship sinks, uh, and you know you may want to 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 sort of cover yourself and and look for. You want to uh, scurry away while you're still uh, docked at at the shore instead of letting it ship, uh, letting the ship sink. Um, well, let's let's turn that page to Mr. Trump. Uh, this week, uh, another indictment, a series of them. Uh, I think what ten more were added. Uh, he's got 18 co-plaintiffs in in this case, and um, it's it's in a state court, which is a little bit different. But what are the what are the finer details of the Georgia indictments? Yeah, I mean, listen, this is a, a massive uh, document here in terms of uh, the And legal... are most racketeering cases? I mean, because to Rack- prove racketeering. Bro, racketeering, yeah, no, l- racketeering. And that's that's where, you know, it could. So let's just take a step back and think about a RICO charge, a racketeering charge. They're incredibly complex. Um, they require a lot of elements to be satisfied. Uh, and they're also on shaky ground in many circumstances. You need to bring a solid RICO case if you want it to survive. Um, I'm handling uh, a motion to dismiss a RICO uh, claim right now. Um, And because you need to plead it with such specificity, indict it with such specificity and have it on solid legal ground, they're ripe to be attacked by the defense. And I expect that that's going to happen in this case, uh, in Georgia, that the defense will be looking at these RICO claims under a you know microscope, going through it with a fine tooth comb and taking every little opportunity uh, to uh, exploit the weaknesses of a r- racketeering claim, a RICO claim here. Um, you gotta remember what this statute was enacted for, what a federal or state racketeering uh, charge or uh, in the criminal context, how those came on the books or even in the civil context because they're civil RICO cases also. Right. Um, they were meant to bring down nefarious organizations, criminal organizations, the mafia, uh, you know, real organized Well, crime. irony here is that Mayor Giuliani was one of the people that actually won RICO cases when he was a prosecutor and now he's named in this case in Georgia. Yeah, you know, so Rudy Giuliani was really the first uh, federal prosecutor, uh, first in law enforcement and in in uh, a prosecutorial agency to take the RICO statute and use it with such precision and uh, efficiency that he took down the mob in many ways. Of course, he the did. mob still yeah. exists, but that was a massive takedown. And when you look as an attorney, as a former prosecutor myself, uh, and also uh, 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 as someone who worked with Judge Laura Ward, who was also part of taking down the Gotti uh, family, you know, John Gotti and all that. You know, you learned about RICO and the and racketeering and how to use that effectively. And everyone looked to Rudy Giuliani and the way he used it as a U.S. attorney. Um, and ironically, now he's seeing it uh, now as a defendant and now. Kevin, I expect uh, my office uh, to possibly have some involvement in a defense here. Uh, So I'm being cautious and I'm not announcing anything unless, you know, we may have some involvement with, uh, uh, you know, because the mayor is a a client and so there there could be some involvement there. So I will respectfully, you know, you know, allow you to maintain what you need to maintain there. We're going to take a quick break. When I come back, though, I do have a a process question to ask. And thinking as a defense attorney, if you were on the Trump team, the indictment got posted online while the grand jury was still deliberating and before it was announced. And I mean, it wasn't just like mildly the same. It was like the exact indictment. Is that a pathway to an appeal When we come back, Imran Ansari will delve into that. Stay here.
Invite Health would like to help you take care of your eyes this summer with Macula HX. Did you know that blue light from the sun and from light-emitting devices can damage the eyes and have long-lasting negative impact on your vision? Getting powerful nutrients from a comprehensive eye support supplement is needed. Macula HX provides the power of natural carotenoids, lutein, and zeaxanthin, along with vitamins A, C, and E, combined with powerful berry extracts and N-acetylcysteine, helping your eyes combat UV light from the sun. Take advantage of this limited time offer. Buy one bottle of Macula HX at retail and get the second bottle free. Contact Invite at 800-673-2345. That's 800 673 or go to invitehealth.com and use promo code EYES. Be proactive and keep your eyes happy with Macula HX. Call now, 800-673-2345 for Macula HX. Ron had a tax problem he just couldn't handle on his own. I owed the IRS taxes for over five years, but I didn't have any money to pay the taxes. Those years cost him dearly. Most of it was fees and interest. It was horrible. Ron finally called in the pros. I called Optima Tax Relief, and boy, am I happy I did. (laughs) The leading tax resolution firm, Optima, is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. They've resolved over a billion dollars for their clients. Ron was overjoyed. They settled my account with IRS. IRS. I was ecstatic. They are a lifesaver. They are. I am so happy. <laughs> Take Ron's advice and call Optima now for a free consultation. Yeah, don't do like I did and wait. Call Optima Tax Relief. Do it now. You'll be ecstatic like me. <laughs> call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. On MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million MyPillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. Queen-size MyPillows. Regular price is $69.98, now only $19.98, and just $10 more for king-size. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to get Mike's amazing offer on the queen size my pillow for only 19.98 or call 800-651-0798 use the promo code joe p in addition to the special anniversary offer on the my pillows you will also receive deep discounts on all my pillow products such as bed sheets mattress toppers pet beds mattresses my slippers and so much more go to mypillow.com or call 800-651-0798 use the promo code joe p to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his my pillow. I feel so stuck. The Veterans Crisis Line is here for you. Dial 988, then press 1 to call. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Call in to the Joe Piscopo Show and let your voice be heard. Hey, let me go to Tom and Boca or Tom. Your show is. In my opinion, the great American story, Joe Piscopo's father, the family, Al, everybody in your show, you guys put together a team. I love your show. Everybody's beautiful. We're very fortunate to have a great American story, Joe Piscopo. Joe Piscopo, weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on AM 970, The Answer. Our hosts tell it like it is. No safe spaces here. AM 970, The Answer. Of all the boys, boys, boys. And now, boys, from boys, New York, boys, back boys, to Radio Night Live. Here's Kevin boys. McCullough. And we're back. Not, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you here. Imran Ansari is also here on Legal Night, as he always is. And Imran, um, the Georgia indictment is the last in what we think are going to be the, the major indictments against uh, President Trump. I think he has... I don't know what 50 charges against him now and like 9,000 years of prison that he's facing. And if he gets found guilty of everything um, and, and there's a lot of questions about this, if, if a former president is guaranteed secret service for the rest of his life, does that mean if he goes to jail, secret service is in the, is in the prison cell with him? Like we've never even contemplated these types of issues before. So there's yeah. going to be a lot to get to, but before we get down that path, Ms. Fanny Willis uh, came out and gave the um, the you know announcement of the indictment, the exact indictment and the exact charges that the president ended up being charged with, 
appeared online on the uh, district attorney's um, website. And Miss Fanny got asked about this by a reporter and she said, oh, I don't know anything about that. But, you know, but Trump's bad, blah, 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 blah. And she just went down the thing. Um, if you're on the Trump defense team and this series of facts is relevant to your case, and I don't know how it couldn't be, if supposedly the grand jury is still deliberating seven or eight hours ahead of time and they've already posted what the indictment is, how do you explain this and how does how do the two sides use this you know inconvenient series of events for their benefits starting with the, the trump side imran and sorry yeah so i mean kevin legally it may not have any bearing in the courtroom right uh, on a pr standpoint uh it's tremendous i mean the clerk i think is saying a mishap occurred uh and somehow this leak uh, of this uh, grand jury front page or, you know, the the indictment charge list was somehow leaked out there prematurely before the grand jury actually uh, voted out the indictments or issued the indictment in the formal process that a grand jury does. And remember, a grand jury proceeding is a secret proceeding. It's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. And it's the sanctity of that secrecy is very important. Um, but when it comes down to what this will have bearing wise, can you attack the indictment itself? based on the leak um no i don't believe so i don't think it's going to have a legal consequence but it, you can use it to sort of paint this color you know that this is this is not just a legal process but also a pr and political process out there it's so not can, a passionless it, exercise of justice it's a targeted political action that is being you know someone's in the crosshairs is what you're yeah. saying and, you know, th we've seen uh, issues uh, recently with leaks. We've seen one uh, with the decision, the Roe v. Wade decision uh, or overturning. Uh, you know, that was all percolating. We still out haven't there. figured out who did that, have we? No, no, no. There's any what you know, what, what was that about? What was that? Uh, that leak was that politically motivated or to get it out there to get the, the rage going with people who are opposed to that. Um, and then you you have this now where, you know, mistakes happen, but it's. Think about all the cases going uh, in that jurisdiction. I mean, that is a very busy jurisdiction. It's a major jurisdiction. You have grand juries indicting, you know, hundreds of cases in that jurisdiction, just like up here in New York. And, you know, as a former ADA who indicted hundreds of indictments myself in front of a grand jury, uh, you know, during my stint as a grand jury ADA that we all do in Brooklyn, um, I can tell you it's it's a factory. You know, you've got you, you you're presenting cases, cases, cases. Now, in that grand jury, Kevin, um, in the last week, months, weeks, whatever, uh, you know, how long they had to present this case. That is the most important case in front of that grand jury panel in front of that in that office right now. So the fact that that got leaked really raises questions. Is it going to be able to use substantively to attack the actual substance of the indictment? I don't think so. But sure as hell, you know, and I, I do think Drew, Drew Feinling and Trump's attorneys down in Georgia have already gotten set, uh, out to the press saying it was absurd that right. this got out there. So I think that it, on a PR standpoint, it could be used in the courtroom, though, not so much. It's also interesting to me, and I want to ask you about this, um, some of the charges, and I'm not a lawyer and I haven't ever played one on TV, but I've been around enough of you guys to, to have a sense of some things, and some of the charges that, that were listed in the indictment kind of sounded made it up, like made up, like they, that's not a real thing, like um, uh, desiring to imitate uh, an officer of or intending to imitate um, a public official uh, in in some in some action, there was all these strange wordings in the in the charges that I've never seen in charges before, and a lot of them were, to me, it sounded like what they were saying was, well, we know what he was thinking when he did this. Now, look, that that phone call that everybody heard is kind of at the heart of all of this. And people are going to listen to that and they're going to say, well, he said this to that official and he said this to that official and this is what that means. Um, I know that you're, you got to persuade a jury and on some level, you know, in some places, people don't think these juries are going to be, let's just say, difficult to persuade, right? Um, especially in D.C. and New York. But when he says to Raffensperger, um, 
you need to help me find 11,000 votes. He doesn't say you need to help me steal 11,000 votes or you need to help me discount or wipe 11,000 votes away from the other side or anything like that. How much of this comes down to the precision in that phone call of the words used and the um, and the like tone of voice that he says it in and all the rest of that when it comes to the actual legal proceedings, because everybody knows about it. We've all heard it. But what 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 does that become in the confines of a courtroom? Yeah, Kevin, it's going to be, I mean, the words used coupled with the intent, right? So obviously prosecutors are going to be taking those words and they're going to be saying that there, there was an intent to act in a certain way to fulfill uh, the elements of the charges of the indictment that they brought, right? Those are the, the words are going to be key, but also the argument as to intent. Of course, the defense attorneys are going to be saying just the opposite. To, to start with your initial comment that some of these, the wordings of the indictment or the charges seem to be made up or uh, no, they're, they're real charges. But Kevin, the why we look at this and you may be getting that sense is because it's not often you see certain charges being brought, right? They're sort of arcane or, or uh, rarely evoked statutes in the uh, criminal law code down in Georgia or even in the other indictments that we see in other jurisdictions. They're rarely used, which is why I think this is unprecedented in, in all forms, right? Because you're, you're seeing the application of certain statutes, criminal statutes uh, applied to areas or, or people who are not normally brought in on those charges, racketeering, right? So racketeering, those charges, for example, you're typically bringing those against uh, a criminal organization you know, mafia, what have you. But now you're applying it to the former president and those who have supported him. Now think about the indictment up in New York, you know, falsification of business records and things like that. You're typically using that or evoking those in some sort of commercial fraud case in a against a business who are uh, acting in, you know, laundering money, things like that, and, you know, acting on to-do. Here you're, you're applying it to this sort of hush money uh, argument or, or case that you've brought against the former president. So is you're, you're taking laws that are typically applied in different areas and to different people uh, or entities, but and you're applying it in a new way, I should say, in, in a set of facts and a set of defendants that, you know, two, three, five years ago, a decade ago, you would never even imagine are criminal defendants. All right. Hold that thought. Coming right back. More Legal Night. Don't go away. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. Hillary has strengthened into a Category 2 hurricane off Mexico's Pacific coast and could bring heavy rain to the U.S. southwest by the weekend. The National Hurricane Center is reporting that Hillary had maximum winds of 105 miles an hour and was expected to strengthen into a major hurricane and could brush land somewhere on the Baja California Peninsula by the weekend. Hillary was located 500 miles south-southeast of Los Cabos on the southern tip of the Baja Peninsula. While it was still far from land, the hurricane was moving west-northwest at a 14 miles an hour. It was expected to take a northward turn and may survive as a tropical storm and cross the U.S. border. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 290 points. The Nasdaq dropped 157. The S&P 500 lower by 33. More details at srnnews.com. Sponsored by Route 22 Toyota Service Department. If you're tired of dealing with dummies, go experience the smart way to service your Toyota. We are proud, proud to serve, to serve our country, to serve our local communities, to wear the uniform, to be a soldier, to serve abroad when and where duty calls. We are ready to stand with our brothers and sisters to defend, to serve, to fight. We're always ready. We're always there. We are the New York Army National Guard. Sponsored by the New York Army National Guard. Want more AM970 The Answer? Go to am970theanswer.com to listen live. Tune in to podcasts from the shows you missed anytime you want. Learn more about our advertisers. Join the AM970 Fan Club and sign up for events. am970theanswer.com Cats and Cosby. Weeknights at 5 on AM970 The Answer. 
Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Hi, Kevin McCullough. I've been talking about the court reporting program at Plaza College for some time now. Well, Plaza College has been around since 1916, and not only do they have the School of Court Reporting, but they have four other schools of study, including their new School of Nursing. The Accelerated Bachelor of Science in Nursing program can be completed in just 16 months. And I'd like to offer congratulations to the first graduating cohort of nursing students. This first cohort began with 20 students and 18 successfully completed the program. What an accomplishment. Plaza also has a dental hygiene program with a 20-chair community clinic. Students work on live patients under the supervision of a dentist. It's incredible. I saw it myself. For additional information regarding the programs I mentioned or Plaza's other areas of study, like their School of Business or Paralegal Studies or School of Allied Health, email info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plazacollege.edu. I had a real-life health dilemma that Balance of Nature helped solve. I like most fruits because they're sweet. I hate most vegetables because, well, I think they taste nasty. So when I began my journey to lose weight to get healthier, guess what? I was told less fruit because of the sugar and more veggies. It's the exact opposite of what my taste buds were screaming for. Thank goodness I had Balance of Nature on hand. All the wonderful nutrients found in 31 whole fruits and veggies in an easy capsule. My problem was immediately solved just by ordering Balance of Nature. I don't think I would have ever successfully lost the weight and stayed healthy if I hadn't been taking Balance of Nature too. That's why I'm such a huge fan. You will be too. Get 35% off your first order as a preferred customer when you use the discount code MikeG when you go to balanceofnature.com. You can order by phone. Just pick up the phone and call 800-246-8751, 800-246-8751, or go to balanceofnature.com. Shipping is always free. Use the discount code MikeG for Balance of Nature. Breaking news and local news. Find it on our website. AM970theanswer.com. And now from New York, back to Radio Night Live. Here's Kevin McCullough. Welcome back to Legal Night. He's Imran Ansari. I'm Kevin McCullough. Imran, we, we were just finishing up in the last segment. You were uh, kind of driving home the point. Your, your mentor and client, uh, Professor Alan Dershowitz, uh, put it this way when he was with me a couple of weeks ago. And I just want to get your reaction. He said, it's like these prosecutors are trying to shoehorn. Now, does everybody remember what a shoehorn is? He said, these prosecutors are trying to shoehorn a candidate. <laughs> yes, Imran still uses a shoehorn proudly. Um, he said, these prosecutors are trying to shoehorn a person into these charges that these charges don't naturally fit these circumstances and that's that's the point you were making as we were going to break yeah uh you know that's exactly the point uh i was trying to make so you have the statutes um on the books typically used and evoked in indictments against as criminal enterprises or people who have acted in a certain way uh either as a business criminal enterprise a criminal individual um themselves and now you're applying it to these actions and i gotta say now listen as a pro former prosecutor um, you do that at times, right? You see a alleged crime and you look at the books, you look at the statutes and you say, what does this run afoul of? And when you are looking at those laws and you're looking at the criminal statutes, sometimes you surprise yourself as you're flipping through the proverbial book. Now it's scrolling online, right? Like on, on, on your <laughs> screen at the database of, of laws. And you will sometimes say, oh, wow. Uh, I, and as a young prosecutor, I did this all the time. I had this sort of awakening uh, looking at the law. Wow, even this charge that I haven't even seen in a case that I'm handling for years, that fits the bill. That's the book that, you know, that's the law on the book. And that that arguably the actions of this individual run afoul of that law. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to charge it. I'm going to look for an indictment on it. And then it's that's up to you as the prosecutor. Here. Now, and then becomes up to you as a prosecutor to convince the judge of not only that legal validity, but the evidence to support the connecting of that crime to that application, right. so to speak, in that way. Which is why I think a lot of people just look at this and they say, on the overly simplistic side of things, in, in what you've said in a very fancy way, they look at it and they say, they'd never do this to a normal person. So why are they doing it to this person? And that's where, you know, every time he gets hammered with an indictment, his, his approval rating goes up. And it's like, I think 
the average American, these prosecutors don't care about average Americans or the optics of it because they're they're kind of working against their own probable preferred political outcome. If you want to make Trump more powerful, keep punching him down and persecuting him and charging him and threatening him and putting him in jail and all the rest of that. Um, so let me go back to one of those other <clears throat> weird things that we haven't discussed. If he gets, and, and going back to Professor Dershowitz, he thinks that Trump will be found guilty in maybe New York and maybe DC, maybe Georgia. He just thinks that the juries are probably going to be, you know, in, in the tank for the prosecution. Do we run the risk of seeing the first president in prison with his own secret service? Yes. <laughs> is, is that going to happen? I mean, Kevin, some of these charges, you know, have, uh, you know, jail time tied to them, right? And well, he's got like 985,000 years attached to all these exactly. charges. I mean, some of them are discretionary, right? But now that they're piling on, piling on, piling on, you're looking at problems. If you're convicted on uh, one or many of these charges that are brought, and that's, Kevin, I mean, I, how do you answer that question? Because you, well, no one has ever thought about this, right? And that logistical, let's just put us in, in a hypothetical world where Donald Trump gets convicted uh, and he's sentenced to a term of imprisonment. You know, how does that look, right? How does that look if he is a uh, leading candidate for the presidency for the GOP in 2024? How does that look if he is president? How does that look if he is former president and exactly the logistical sort of nightmare that, that would happen? I don't like my head hurts trying to think about it. Right. Yeah. You know, exactly. Even those things like the Secret Service. What do you what do you now you have Secret Service who are, are doubling up as corrections uh, officers? I mean, I, I it's so bizarre uh, and it's so strange that, you know, as a as a, a law junkie and a lawyer, I mean, I'm fascinated by it. And I'm, <laughs> you know, but as an American. I'm just, you know, and put I'm that concerned. Aside, I'm afraid. Like, yeah. I, how is that going to happen? We are so divided as it is and polarized. What are you going to do when you have the potential, you know, a, a front runner candidate for uh, one of the, the you know, bipartisan world we live in? Let's be realistic. Well, and you, you know what this reminds yeah. me of? You go back to the uh, <clears throat> Nixon era when Nixon left the office in disgrace and you had the Carter administration actually pardon some of Nixon's people. And the reason that they did it wasn't because they were buddies and said, oh, let's let's, you know, let's help Nixon's people get away. They were they were from opposing sides. But the idea was we don't want to drag we don't want to drag the country through what this would be uh, to make it look like we're you know, we're Joseph Stalin and we're going after the the, the people that tried to oppose us. Right. And I think that's a risk that we're running right now, even before the trials get started. Yeah. Got to take another break. Coming right back. It's legal night. Don't go away. More than 80 million Americans count on AM radio stations like this one for news, important weather updates, and the opportunity to discuss and debate important issues facing our country. But some people want to remove AM radio from new cars being manufactured, and we cannot let that happen. The Senate Commerce Committee has approved the AM Radio for Every Vehicle Act. Senate Bill 1669, and moved it on for a vote in the full Senate. The bill should also move quickly through the U.S. House. Your U.S. Senator and your representative in Congress are in your home state during the annual congressional recess this August. When you see your senator or congressman visiting your community, please tell them you want their support to keep AM radio strong, vibrant, and available to you in your car. This is your opportunity to stand up, be heard. Or you can text AM to 52886. That's AM to 52886 to tell Congress to support AM radio. This is Dennis Prager. Now you can listen to my show when it's convenient for you and without censorship from big tech. Become a member of the ultimate online community for all things Prager. It's PragerTopia Unlimited. Listen to every radio show over the last 10 years, all commercial free. You can even listen to all my Torah teachings for free. Join today and save 25% off the first year and get a free PragerTopia coffee mug. Go to PragerTopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com. As a local business owner, you get called every week by marketing companies. We get it. We have hundreds of satisfied customers. Here's what a satisfied client recently said. Open enrollment is going great. We're hitting record numbers. Thank you so much for this report. It really is amazing to see how the marketing is really shaping our enrollment around the city. 
If you're a local business and ready for the next step, Google Salem Surround New York right now. Our experts are ready to help you take your marketing to the next level. Google Salem Surround New York today. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Call in to the Joe Piscopo Show and let your voice be heard. Hey, let me go to Tom and Boca or Tom. Your show is, in my opinion, the great American story. Joe Piscopo's father, the family, Al, everybody in your show, you guys put together a team. I love your show. Everybody's beautiful. We're very Thank fortunate you. to have a great American story, Thank Joe Piscopo. Uh, Joe Piscopo, weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on AM 970, The Answer. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Wish there was an easier way to navigate the world of real estate. If only there was a way to learn from the best. Well, now there is. Saturdays at 10, our very own Dottie Herman, vice chair of Douglas Elliman, gives you the inside track to what is hot in real estate. Stay one step ahead in today's seller's market as Dottie gives her tips on how to make it through the tricky waters. Doesn't matter if you're new to the game or a seasoned vet. You need to listen to Eye on Real Estate. Dottie and her team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there is no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. Why? Because she is the best, period. <laughs> so tune in, Eye on Real Estate, Saturdays at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. That's Eye on Real Estate, Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock on AM 970, The Answer. America First with Sebastian Gorka. Weekday afternoons at 3 and evenings at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. Ooh, what a little moonlight can do. Back to Kevin McCullough, live from New York. Ooh, what a little moonlight can do. All right, yet to come, Esquire Etiquette, uh, Imran Ansari, with uh, a tip for your legal life when we continue. Um, Imran, the one last thing on the Trump thing, and, and then I'll move on. The... Um, the dates for the trials are starting to be released now. And we've got um, both in the uh, Florida case, and I think they announced in the Georgia case and in the D.C. cases, they've all got dates that they would like to see these things happen. And man, if they don't smack right into the middle of uh, the spring primary cycle, um, is there a defense on Trump's side to go to the judge and say, judge, <laughs> It's the national election. We're in the middle of, of this. Pro the voters are in the process of speaking. If you were if you were on Trump's team, would you be making that case to a judge in these different uh, districts? Yeah, no, I mean, of course, but I don't know how well that will resonate. Again, we don't have the precedent to say, oh, remember the last time you had a presidential candidate, former president who's indicted and facing a criminal trial in multiple jurisdiction, we did this. No, we don't have that luxury uh, and the benefit of doing that. Um, but I don't know if the courts will be sympathetic to that, Kevin, because you have a unique uh, case, you have a unique individual who is a defendant, but then at the same time, you want to administer justice uh, with the same even hand and same, you know, uh, uh, the way you would do Joe Schmo down the street. A passionless process. It should right. not be an emotional one. It should be a rational one. Exactly. So are you have to then look at how the court calendars are typically administered, right? You know, I deal with that every day uh, as a practicing attorney. Which is why I knew you'd be a good one to ask. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, ca court calendars proceed in a certain manner, right? And you can ask for adjournments for certain reasons, you know, but a lot of times the court will say, well, you know, counselor, we have certain time frames that we're going to have a case go to trial. And that may be the case here. They may be more cognizant as a judge presiding over Donald Trump's case to say, I'm not going to show any favoritism. And if discovery is done, if motions are all in, then, you know, Donald Trump is going to trial on this date as if he was any other defendant. So far, yeah. I think it just feels like it's been kind of a whirlwind going in the favor of the prosecutor simply because that's where all the activity has taken place. But I know you're right. When when they start objecting to things and saying, no, this needs to be considered and so forth. Well, then every time you ask the judge to make a decision, that judge has to take the time to make that decision. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, when you have a, a case like this, a defendant like this, and also likely a lot of evidence to sift through, um, a lot of challenges to make, then you're going to be doing so very aggressively for the defendant.
defense. And, you know, the prosecution is going to fight back with those motions. That's going to take time. So I think you're going to see that these dates will will certainly, you know, it's it's fine and dandy at the start of the case. We all do this as attorneys uh, in, or hear it from the judge that, you know, this is the prospective trial date. And I'm going to tell you, Kevin, 90% of the time to 95% of the time, that date gets pushed, right? <laughs> but what does that do for us in this situation? Mm. It makes it more all the more messy because then you have an election, you know, in November. And, you know, if you're pushing it towards that election, you know, you're there's no good answer to this. There's no good situation for this. It's going to be messy and it's going to be infused with the justice system and, and the the application of justice and the way a criminal case pans out with a national election for the presidency. I don't know what this looks like, but which it's is why it's just a bad idea. It, yeah. That's why it's just a bad idea. It's just a terrible idea to be uh, putting your political opponent on trial. And that's in essence what if you're the ruling president, you've got the Department of Justice at your disposal. You could say to Merrick Garland right now, um, we we stop all of this. And after the election, you know, we can we can pick it back up again. But it's obvious Biden does not want to um, help the country free itself up to, to here's here's what it looks like. And I'm going to say something political on this show. We don't normally do a lot of politics. Joe Biden could have the privilege of saying, I'm going to let the American people decide. And we're not going to fight this in the courts. We're just gonna we're just gonna run the next election, and we're we're gonna let the people have the ultimate kind of jury say in this. But that's not what he wants to do. He wants to put it in these four courts. He wants these judges and these juries to come to their conclusions. He wants to muck up the calendar and the all the rest of it. And it's it's gonna it's gonna put us through uh, some I think very unique. Well, you've already mentioned like the the legal trapeze that's gonna be done to. To get all this through but i think for the country it's gonna it's gonna affect us as a people it's gonna further divide us and you know take us in a direction that i don't i don't know that it's gonna be good for us real quickly let's shift gears to the migrant crisis we've got about four minutes left in this segment um mayor adams said a couple of weeks back you know no more room <laughs> he was the innkeeper in bethlehem no more room in the inn uh gotta find somewhere else to stay and uh kind of called Biden's bluff on, you know, yeah, we can just do this as much as we want to and have no consequence to it. Um, he and the governor don't seem to be getting along right now. What's going on? Yeah. So um, this week, uh, Governor Hochul sent uh, what has been de defined or described, I should say, as a scathing letter to uh, to Mayor Adams, criticizing him on his response to the migrant crisis, basically saying that he hasn't done um, things in an expedited manner or efficient manner and that he hasn't taken state aid or, or you know, that could have been utilized by him. But what I, I see, Kevin, is that this is a, a crisis where if you have them in a political sense like this, where you got state, city and the federal government, you know, fingers start being pointed at one another. Fact of the matter is, Kevin, we have an issue. Right. We have a, a, a major issue. And, you know, my office on Fifth Avenue is a block from the Roosevelt Hotel. And I see these individuals camped out on the street. Necessarily, you're not going to blame them necessarily. Listen, majority of these people are, are coming from, you know, countries where there's strife. Uh, they're looking for a better life for themselves. They've got that immigrant story. They're not doing it vis-a-vis uh, -vis the legal process per se, but they are coming here by utilizing the immigration laws that we have on the books and seeking asylum, right? But there's a process to do that and there's a humane way to process these things. We have to figure out how to handle it. And I'm not gonna blame uh, anyone who's coming here to seek a better life. That's what my my ancestors have done. My parents have done that. Uh, Kevin, your ancestors have done that. That's the story of America. But your That's family the followed the rules. And yeah. we, we have our own White House openly encouraging people to defy the rules to get here and, and create these problems. See, I still think that it's not, I mean, I, I'm not a fan of Hochul and I, I think Mayor Adams is a nice guy. Um, I, I still think this is mostly the federal government's fault because they just so mucked things up in terms of the chaos that's at the border. My, you know, I'll wrap this up with this. Uh, you know, we have to address this problem in a humane way. 
Um, and we have to figure out what's, what we're going to do with this, this, you know, sort of glut of humanity that we have at our doorstep. Um, and we have to do it in a way which is makes sense for people who are already here uh, and, and trying to live their lives and, and make a living. Yeah, that's well said. All right. Imran Ansari with Esquire Etiquette when we come back. Stay here. Invite Health would like to help you take care of your eyes this summer with Macula HX. Did you know that blue light from the sun and from light emitting devices can damage the eyes and have long lasting negative impact on your vision? Getting powerful nutrients from a comprehensive eye support supplement is needed. Macula HX provides the power of natural carotenoids, lutein and zeaxanthin, along with vitamins A, C and E, combined with powerful berry extracts and N-acetylcysteine, helping your eyes combat UV light from the sun. Take advantage of this limited time offer. Buy one bottle of Macula HX at retail and get the second bottle free. Contact Invite at 800-673-2345. That's 800 673-2345 or go to invitehealth.com and use promo code eyes be proactive and keep your eyes happy with macula hx call now 800-673-2345 for macula hx attention your money is now controlled by the u.s government picture a world where your every purchase is monitored tracked and controlled by those in power to suppress the freedoms of those they see fit hi my name is jason hansen I'm a former CIA officer and New York Times bestselling author. And right now, I've become very focused on the impending rollout of the central bank digital currency. This is not a work of fiction. It's a terrifying reality looming on the horizon. But there is a bit of good news. I've partnered with Advantage Gold to offer you a solution. They are specialists in converting your traditional assets, like those inside an IRA or 401k, into tangible assets such as physical gold and silver. Don't allow your money to be controlled. Claim your free gold protection kit from Advantage Gold. Call 800-900-8000-800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Call 800-900-8000. On MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million MyPillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. Queen size MyPillows, regular price is $69.98, now only $19.98, and just $10 more for king size. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to get Mike's amazing offer on the queen size MyPillow for only $19.98, or call 800-651-0798. Use the promo code P. In addition to the special anniversary offer on the MyPillows, you will also receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products, such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, Pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Go to mypillow.com or call 800 651 0798. Use the promo code Joe P to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his my pillow. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Brandon Tatum is next on AM 970 The Answer. Once more, from New York, Radio Night Live, here's Kevin McCullough. All right, final few minutes. It's uh, Esquire Etiquette time on Legal Night. And Imran, what do you have for us this week? Sure. So, Kevin, I want to bounce, uh, you know, this Esquire Etiquette off something we've talked about, uh, as I always like to do each week. Um, And I'm going to talk about uh, legal employment with this uh, topic. Now, we just talked about the migrants here who are seeking asylum. Arguably, uh, there's a movement or a push to get them uh, the right to work because, and I agree with that, Kevin, because uh, there is a a whole slew of jobs that we have in the city that people aren't wanting to fill. And I have a feeling that a lot of these migrants would be happy uh, to fill some of these vacancies while they're waiting for their asylum uh, application to be processed and, and be working and supporting themselves rather than being a burden on the taxpayer and the government. And if they're willing to do that legally and we find a way to do that and give them the pathway to do so legally, so be it. So here's my my uh, Esquire etiquette. Uh, often you may be tempted to employ uh, you, someone who is not legal, right? And you know people do this more often than one may think. You may hire a nanny 
for your, you know, your child, especially here in New York, where there's a lot of a cleaning know, service where they just send people and you don't even know who they're sending. There you go. Cleaning services. You know, you may uh, have someone come yourself and hire them because, you know, they're cheap uh, and they're going to clean your house and impeccably. But you have to be careful because you may run afoul of the law because you may be um, employing someone where you are not providing as an employer, even if it's just someone coming in to be a nanny, even if it's someone just coming in to clean your your apartment uh, in the legal way. Right. You're not cutting them a, a 1099. You're not doing the things you're supposed to do now. Back to the matter, I'm going to be uh, transparent here, Kevin. This happens so often, and it's such a part of of, of society and the way we live uh, that nothing may happen, right? You may not ever find yourself in a pickle. But if something happens, even if, if one of these individuals come to clean your house, they, they fall, they get hurt, and you don't have workers' compensation insurance, right? You may find yourself in a pickle. So it's better to do things by the book. Uh, uh, you know, I, I know it's something that happens. You have a nanny, someone, a housekeeper or something like that, but do things by the book, do things legally, because you may end up in a situation which puts you in a pickle, uh, even though, you know, you had willful ignorance. You didn't know this person was not here documented. You didn't have the right insurance to cover them as an employee. Uh, long story short, Kevin, it's always better to follow the rules, uh, because sometimes breaking the rules may yeah bite you in the backside well and if you want to ever run for office i'm just gonna say uh just know that anybody that ever you know seeks to oppose you will do a research opposition and if you've ever hired anybody that wasn't legal that's one of the things that they'll take your campaign down with we've seen it happen so many times yep. imran great discussion tonight thanks for all the insights especially on the uh, federal indictments and um even the uh, migrant crisis. And friends, I hope that you'll join us tomorrow night. We talk with um, a, a very important person at the Empire State Building about some of the things that they've got going on. It's our fun Friday edition. Christine Nicholas will be back, and it'll be a great way to end the week with you here on Radio Night Live. We will see you then. <laughs>